This is The Podlight, a podcast produced by San Jose Spotlight, San Jose's first nonprofit news organization dedicated to independent political and business reporting. I'm your host, Editor Nick Preciado. The Silicon Valley housing market is on fire right now, with some new homeowners paying thousands of dollars to maintain a mortgage. But with an economic downturn expected in the near future, will that put a chill on local real estate? Here to talk with me about this is Will Che, a realtor with Intero, a Berkshire Hathaway affiliate, and president-elect of the Santa Clara County Association of Realtors. He's been working in real estate since 2002. Thanks for coming on, Will. Thank you, Nick. Hope you're having a great day. So let's jump right in. Um, what is driving this hot housing market and how long is it expected to stay hot? You know, Nick, it's always you know pretty simple. It's all about supply and demand. I mean, inventory is creeping up, so the market is uh, starting to normalize a bit. Uh, totally being driven right now uh, by the rapid rise that we've had in the last few months uh, of interest rates. So it's definitely been affecting uh, you know both buyers and sellers. Uh, sellers are definitely uh, just re- re-looking at their expectations and the buyers and are scrambling to make sure that uh, those rates are locked and they can still um, you know afford, the mortgages that they're going to be uh, taking out. Now, the state has been in a housing crisis for some time now. How does the lack of homes locally, or maybe the lack of affordable homes, how does that influence the local market? Well, you know, you're going to have pushback from neighbors. You know, you have that uh, that NIMBY, N-I-M-B-Y, not in my backyard mentality. And, you know, regulatory uh, hurdles definitely don't help. You know, labor and land costs are also on the extreme end a high end in our market. Now, uh, there was also a recent Zillow report that came out. Uh, we wrote an article about this. Uh, the, the Zillow report states that uh, the average cost of a mortgage in the area is $9,000, which according to some realtors that we talked to for the story last week, uh, they say that's reasonable. Why are mortgages so high and why is that also considered reasonable for Silicon Valley? You know, reasonable, quite frankly, is a person's personal perspective. I mean, high prices absolutely hurt everyone. Um, but as a realtor, it's our job to help homeowners become, uh, you know, their home ownership become a reality um, for our clients. And the high prices do not help. You know, home ownership really, Nick, is such a game changer uh, for creating wealth. Interest rates and the lack of supply continue to decrease uh, affordably affordability uh, in just so many ways. Now, let's get into the specifics a little bit in terms of what challenges buyers are facing right now when it comes to purchasing a home. What, what kind of obstacles are homeowners facing right now? You know, saving for a down payment can seem really, really daunting. And by the way, it does not have to be 20% anymore. A lot of people still have that mindset that it's 20%. You can get uh, certain loans as little as we've seen uh, 10%, 5%, even down to 3.5%. Uh, you know, there's just simply so many creative techniques and programs that can open the doors to home ownership. But the good news is that as the market continues to normalize, and we say that it is normalizing, there are more choices for those potential uh, buyers. I mean, this is a great time to jump in the market, especially if you have previously been discouraged with the multiple offer market. Um, you know, we are kind of putting behind us. You know, people are looking, I think, some people, I should say, are looking at this as, oh, you know, the market's going to crash and we're going to get this huge discount. This is completely different than 2008. All of the fundamentals are completely different. You know, we tell our clients, 
Do you think real estate is going to go up or go down five years from now? And to the person, they always say, we believe that it's going to go up. Exactly. But then they always come back and say, well, the interest rates are so high right now. I tell them, I go, yes, they are high right now. But here's the thing. They're going to go down again, we hope. And when they do go down, simply refinance. The rates can change. The prices aren't. They're still going to go uh, higher and higher. Not at the clips that we've seen over the last, you know, let's say over the last, you know, the pandemic when things were, it was a hot market, then it went uh, frothy, then it went completely nuclear. And now we're, we're starting to see some normalization again, which I think is healthy for our, our area and our market. Sure. And just offhand, do you happen to know what the median cost of, a, of an average home is? I, I think the last time I looked at, I know it was above a million. I, I don't have the figure on hand though. We're closer, we're closer right now to, and I was looking at the, um, just for, for the county now, just, you know, doing it as a countywide, uh, we're closer to the 1.617 again. We're going to take a short break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Support for San Jose Spotlight comes from San Jose Jazz Summerfest, August 12th to 14th. It's the rebirth of live with headliners Charlie Wilson, Ladisi, Duran Jones and the Indications, Stanley Clark, and more. Tickets available at summerfest.sanjosejazz.org. The Summer Splash Party is still going strong at Gilroy Gardens. Come chill out at Water Oasis with twisty water slides and a giant tipping bucket, plus gentle flower showers and a peaceful lagoon for younger kids. Parents can join in the super splashy fun, or just relax under a palm tree while you watch the kids play. Get discount tickets and season memberships at gilroygardens.org and make memories that will last a lifetime. Looking for a design agency that can take your brand to the next level? Design in Mind is a woman-led design agency that specializes in branding mid-sized companies, startups, and even nonprofits. Reach out to discover how a better brand can help move your business forward and book a consultation at designim.com. You know, I wanted to ask you about something that I've been hearing too. I, I have some friends who are looking at buying homes and I've just talked to some people recently who have gone through the process. Something that they're coming across is... Um, an inspection waiver that it seems like some people trying to buy homes, the sellers are asking for an inspection to be waived. I moved around a lot as a kid. My stepdad was a contractor for a brief time. So it, it seems pretty crazy to me to purchase a house without having an inspection done. I'm, I'm wondering if the, you know, the hot housing market, is that causing, I, I guess what I'm getting at is, are there so many people looking to buy a house that they can afford to waive that inspection? Because if they don't, somebody else could just swoop in behind them and pick up that property. You know, I would say maybe during COVID, but we would never, Nick, ever, 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 ever recommend that you uh, purchase a home without getting an inspection. Um, I think that there are some nuances to that question. Um, you know, when the market was super hot and people were getting, you know, multiple offers, the sellers, um, could say, hey, you know what, waive your inspection contingency. But there's a huge asterisk to that. Uh, Nick, here in the Bay Area, um, as a practicing realtor, I can tell you that we are very blessed that our standard in practice is to have um, the sellers provide at least um, some type of property inspection uh, to the clients. So they may have a an attitude where they say, hey, we've already provided that inspection for you. You don't need to get one on your own. But, and again, I have to stress this, even if that's the situation, 
you know, we will recommend that you get your own independent uh, inspection. Now, with the market normalizing again, that is not necessarily the case. Um, but I, I will caution, though, just like how we can have amazing wines uh, here in the Bay Area because of microclimates, you know, you're going to have microclimates in real estate. You know, all real estate is hyper local. So you're going to still have insanely uh, hot markets in certain areas, certain areas. It's not going to be so much the case. We are still in a seller's market. So the sellers, as I said earlier, they're going to have to adjust their expectations, but they're still, um, you know, driving, driving the bus, if you will. But I would never, ever recommend that, you know, you put an offer in uh, and not have uh, some type of inspection done. Mm, thank you for addressing that. It definitely sounds like a, a risky scenario. Um, now, as far as first time home buyers go, what advice do you have for people who want to jump into the housing market right now? Do it. <laughs> do it. I mean, I know. I mean, I know it's it's tough. I know. You know, we talked about how difficult it can be just to get um, started. But you know, just do it. This is the best way uh, to start building wealth. Um, and if you're re if you're renting right now, I mean, rents are continuing to rise. You know, at double digits. Uh, and home ownership provides you, you know, not only with just housing security, but you get tax incentives. And again, I can't stress this enough. It is the best opportunity to build wealth. How does the demand for single family homes compare to other options like purchasing a condo or uh, a town home or mobile home? So the demand for single family homes, I mean, it's still up, especially, you know, as we're heading out of COVID. I think housing took a completely different meaning um, in our lives over the last two years, especially when we were in a shelter in place. It wasn't just somewhere where, you know, you would sleep and maybe entertain and you're maybe there maybe a few hours in a day and most of that you're sleeping. Now your house, you know, during the, the pandemic, your house became your office, your house became your gym, your house became the classroom for your kids. So people were really, really looking at their housing situations uh, differently. You know, you even had people that left the Bay Area because they thought that, well, you know, I'm going to be working from home. I can go and move to somewhere that's uh, a little cheaper. So you've seen people move out of state. Well, now that we're starting to move out and some companies are saying, you know, we want you back in, even if it's for a couple of days, Folks are not starting to look at that again and going, hmm, maybe, you know, that was not the best thing for us to do to move to another state. What we're starting to see, though, is people that are staying within the Bay Area, they're just moving out to more affordable uh, areas. Now, of course, when those decisions were being made, you know, gas prices weren't the way they were uh, today. You know, you're not filling your car up and, and spending um $100 just to fill up your, your gas tank. So, you know, a lot of adjustments are being made on the fly uh, on those decisions. But again, it, this is the time. It's always a great time uh, to get in uh, to the market, especially if you're a first time uh, homeowner. But the demand itself for single family homes comparing to other options, I mean, it's everybody's just buying everything. If you can afford a single family home, then, you know, you're going to be looking for a single family home. If your interest rate went up and you're still in the market, 
well, maybe your maybe your purchasing power may have you know fallen a little bit. So now you're looking at that condo or your or the townhouse. We're actually starting to see a lot of uh, activity in the mobile home uh, arena simply because again, folks are looking for stable um, home environments, and again, the rents are are you know going up and up and up. What about existing homeowners who would like to purchase a new home but can't compete with people who are paying with cash? Does this leave some homeowners uh, essentially stuck in their current property if they can't afford, uh, you know, to outbid somebody else? Well, the good news with the with the market normalizing is that the all cash offer uh, folks out there that's that's somewhat cooling a little bit. Um, we're starting to see more people uh, coming in with financing. So if you were, you know, super frustrated, you know over the last few years because you felt that you were getting beat out by cash uh, buyers, now is the time uh, to get back into the game because, you know, that's starting to, that sector is starting to decrease a little bit. You know, capital gains, low interest rate loans and favorable property taxes are really, um, is what is affecting that turnover. Uh, but it is, it is interesting because just like after uh, the 2008 financial crisis, you had people that were quote unquote stuck in their homes because they worked really hard to save their home. Then they thought that they were ready, but then their credit situation or whatever wasn't great. So now you've got a situation where, you know, everybody thought, Nick, that the the housing market was going to be completely flooded with uh, inventory. And it's not because there's people that have, you know, they refinanced and have, you know, sub three rates. Well, it's kind of tough to look at, you know, buying a new home and you're going to be paying closer to six. So for a lot of folks, they're they're trying to time the market to see what's going to happen in the future um, before they sell their home. So there, there are some people that feel that they're a little bit trapped, but I think my gut's telling me that that there's something that's that's going to be coming down the road that's going to ease that um, a little bit. This, I mean, you know, just like everybody else, we hope that this is a short-term uh, thing. Um, you know, the big R is on the horizon. You know, the gas prices the way they are. Um, but again, this is the Bay Area, and we talk about the rule of 18, 18 months. The, the nation get hit, get hit with a recession, and the Bay Area is so strong that it doesn't affect us, you know, until 18 months down the road. But then 18 months we recover ahead of everybody else. So if you remember, you know, the pandemic when uh, our unemployment numbers were amazing compared to the rest of the nation. So I think, you know, we are very fortunate to live uh, where we are. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To be an entrepreneur, you have to have vision, confidence, and purpose. And like so many other business owners, you have to find resources that can help you through tough times. Comcast Rise changed my life. They put me in a unique space where I could scale on my own. More than 4,700 businesses have benefited from the Comcast Rise program. Apply today at ComcastRise.com for a variety of business, marketing, and tech makeovers on us. Keep rising. Hi, this is Lynn Balistrieri, San Jose Spotlight's Development Director. Like all our coverage, the Podlight is made possible by you, community members who understand the need for an unbiased, independent news source. 
Your fully tax-deductible gift will go directly to support our nonprofit newsroom. We hope that you will consider making a monthly or annual donation at SanJoseSpotlight.com so that we may continue to bring you the news that matters to you. Thank you. Um, I'd also like to touch on if there's any demand for larger lots or properties with accessory dwelling units, uh, also referred to as ADUs or backyard homes. There was a lot of attention last year and even somewhat early this year on SB9. Uh, for, for listeners, that's a state law which essentially allows uh, for the development of more homes on a single lot. There's a lot of criteria that needs to happen in order for that to take place. Uh, are you seeing any demand for larger lots or for people specifically looking for homes with ADUs? Oh, absolutely. I mean, SB9 was just one of the many tools that we needed uh, to increase um, inventory because, again, supply and demand uh, is still there. There's a there's a you know, lack of supply and there's still um, a good amount of pent-up demand. But because, again, what we talked about earlier with the pandemic, folks are looking at their homes a lot differently. And what SB9 provided was an opportunity for them to have um, a second a home on that one lot. And I think that we in the Bay Area have been very fortunate that government, um, governmental entities have been very, very supportive of building uh, ADUs on properties so that we can um, have more inventory and quite frankly, help solve our housing crisis. To solve the housing crisis, we need more units. And unfortunately, in our state, it is very difficult to build new housing because of all the regulations, et cetera. So this was an opportunity um, to put, you know, it's not moving the needle, but it's something that's there. And yes, we are seeing a lot of people, you know, really, really look at that uh, ADU situation. Final question here, and we've touched on, you know, an economic downturn, a speculated economic downturn throughout our conversation um, you know, some say that there might be a possible recession, there's ongoing inflation, rising gas prices, drops in the stock market, all of that. Uh, I'm just curious what kind of impact you think that that could all have on the local housing market. It seems like if people are spending more on gas or more on everyday basic goods that they need to survive, I feel like home ownership might be a little more out of reach than it is already for some people. You know, real estate, again, it is the best hedge against inflation or even a recession, Nick. I think, you know, everybody's just sitting on edge waiting to see what's going to happen. But, you know, folks are still out there saying, hey, it's always a good time to, to do something. Uh, with the interest rates rising, um, it, it just brings me back to when I bought my first house in 2004. Um, I called my father um, and said, hey, I'm buying a, a home. And he said, congratulations. His first question was how much? And I told him how much the home was going to be. And he said, what? He was really shocked. And then he asked me an interesting question. He says, okay, well, what's the interest rate? And I told him it was, you know, a little over 6%. And he said, what? How many of them are you buying? So that when he bought his house, Rates were at 19%. So we are still low. It's not as low as we got used to, but we are still low uh, when it comes to uh, interest rates. And as I always tell my clients, you've got to look at when you're purchasing the home. And I learned this from, from a mentor of mine years ago. You don't live in the price of the home name. What do you live in? You live in the payment. If you can afford that payment, then go for it. That's, that's, the, that's the key. And again, you're going to factor in 
you know, the capital, the capital gains that, that you know, you're going to have. And you're also going to have those favorite favorable property taxes. So that's that's something that um, you can definitely use as a hedge against uh, any downturn uh, in the market. And I think especially when it comes to housing, the amount of equity that people have um, gained over the last um, few years is definitely going to help them weather any type of uh, economic storm. Well, Will Che, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. That's it for this episode of The Podlight, a podcast produced by San Jose Spotlight. I'm editor Nick Preciado. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.